This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. So I'll, let's talk about selling to corporate clients because yeah. uh, I think that's an avenue most people don't even assume or think about. Or if they do think about it, they think, man, why, why would such a big client want to, like, what, what do they want to do with me? So, so first and foremost, what are the, the, I guess, the unique advantages of selling to corporate clients? Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest one overall, just look, business is the pursuit of profit. That's what business is. And so when you look at the lifetime value of any quote unquote corporate client, it dwarfs any other type of client that's out there with the, with the only exception potentially being uh, the federal government in the United States, which can be a great customer as well, though they're always squeezing on price. So revenue high, profit low. Um, but there, there is no more valuable client uh, to a small business owner than a corporate customer or a corporate client. Because once you get in and you work with them, so long as you structure everything right from the get-go and you use the right process to do that, and you, you bake certain things in and you deliver on your commitments, they will keep buying from you forever for the most part, unless you screw it up, you know? So one, it's the lifetime value. And then there's all these sort of secondary benefits, which are crazy. Everyone likes to talk about authority today. People like to talk about, oh, establish yourself as the leading authority. You know, look, the, the dirty little secret about authority is that 99 out of 100 of the ways you establish authority can actually all be purchased. You can buy your way onto the, a New York Times bestseller list by buying your books. You can buy off contributors to major publications and get featured in their columns. You can buy your way into Times Square. You can, you know, you can buy all of that. One thing you can't buy is a corporate client list. You know, you can't buy that. They're either going to buy from you or they're not going to buy from you. So I think it's, you know, one of the greatest ways to do that. And then impact is the other one. So you've got money, you've got authority, and then you have impact. So when you go into a corporation and you're a conscious business owner, your ripple effect is massive. It is the ultimate force multiplier. And so we like to think of our bold house community as a bunch of Trojan horses, because if I can get, you know, one of our clients is at the seat of every major automotive manufacturer on the planet, as well as all the tier two and tier three suppliers. And she's talking to them about how they think about their businesses. And she is the go-to expert in her field. And, you know, you don't have to be an automotive expert. She's kind of an anomaly, but she's shaping the automotive industry as a one-person business as they move to fully autonomous electric vehicles. Trust me, we, all of us, you're a father, I'm a mother, we want someone like her at that table with those leaders. So to me, it's about that, that impact piece, that force multiplier. It's about the revenue and the profit, and it's about the authority. I don't know of any more coveted clients that are out there. I love that. So, so now I'm going to get a bit tactical with you, if you don't mind. Sure. Right? What are some tips that you have for the listeners who want to go that route now? And they sit there and say, well, 
what do I do? I, I just email AT&T and sit there and say, Hey, I'm really good at what I do. I'd love to consult <laughs> for you. So I mean, uh, you could, you, 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 could. you, you sold yeah. us, but then yeah. how do you go about actually landing the, these clients? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if you were starting at the very beginning, you know, very, very, very beginning, the first thing I would do is I would take a solid week to read some articles coming out of places like Harvard Business Review, Industry Week, Gallup, if you, you know, if you want to work in the food and beverage space, you know, go read first, just start to read about these companies. You know, companies are just a bunch of people working together for a collective good. It's just a group of individuals. And so just to kind of understand what they care about and some of the, the challenges that they face in their organizations. But you can also just be observant, right? Because if you do call AT&T because you have a problem with your cell phone or, you know, billing or, or an issue, you kind of get the sense, right, of knowing the problems because as a consumer, you are ultimately the end uh, benefactor or the opposite of a benefactor of those problems, right? Because they show up, you know, in customer service. I tell my clients- Well, you're a benefactor if you then get the deal. Then exactly. Then you're yeah. exactly. Absolutely. You know, you can also, I have my clients, I say, look, you know, go read some subreddits out there of people go read glassdoor.com and some of the things that employees are complaining about just to kind of dunk yourself into awareness. That's really step number one. And then step number two is to figure out what it is you're going to sell to these organizations. Um, you know, what is it that you're, that you're offering to them? I would say about 70% of the people that we work with are experts that are either in the people issues, the culture issues, the profitability, sales, marketing, you know, we can teach you how to sell a commodity, paper clips or paper to corporate, but we tend to work with experts who, who are going in. So we've got to figure out where is that entry point for you so that it makes sense. The biggest issue people have isn't getting in front of decision makers that we can solve, but if you do get in front of them, do they give a shit about what you're saying? Do they care, right? So um, one of my favorite tactics is speaking. You know, there's no better way than to go to a conference and present or virtual or in person. Um, we're huge fans of executive roundtables, which we teach people how to do. Um, we're huge fans of virtual forums and we're huge fans of strategic introductions. But before any of those things are gonna work, we've also got to figure out where is the entry point into that organization for you? Who exactly are you talking to and why should they care? Um, the number, the, the sort of low hanging fruit things to sell tend to be training workshops, um, strategy labs, and keynotes. Those are some sort of, just to give people some ideas, you know, going in and doing a strategy day with a group of leaders around a problem, doing a workshop for employees, doing an executive retreat, or doing a keynote to their top leaders. Those are some of the sort of low-hanging fruit places before you can do a larger consulting engagement. Those are some of your sort of baseline, what could I offer to these companies? I'm just curious, because I'd love to go even a step before that and hear your yeah. thoughts, because I think the entry point may actually be even earlier with there are so many people that I meet, right? Mm -hmm. I have, I, I do a lot of consulting. I have an agency and, and there are people I meet who are really good at what they do. They just 
they have either imposter syndrome. They don't know mm. how to how to phrase what they do, or they think, yeah. why, why me? Why am I an expert? How yeah. do you, I, I know you work with so many of these people and help coach them in landing these corporate clients. How do you help people get out of that, out of that, uh, I guess, that mindset or that holdback? You have no idea how much I love that question. Um, and it's two things that we do. Uh, one I can do right now and just remind everybody why they are so good for these clients, like why these organizations want to work with you. So number one, because we, we talk to senior leaders nonstop, the word we hear over and over and over again is responsiveness. You know, small business owners are so responsive to their needs. It doesn't take an act of God for you to roll up your sleeves and, and do something for them to come in and, you know, jump in and, and work with them. And so they appreciate that. If you're a big corporation and you call up Accenture, you know, that's like a six month contract negotiation to get something going. Like small business owners can jump in. The second reason they really want you right now is I'm sure everybody, you're living under a rock. If you don't know about the great resignation, um, everyone's leaving jobs right now, right? We, it's a huge issue, not just in the US, but in other parts of the world. Companies today are craving that entrepreneurial mindset, that entrepreneurial spirit. When they, like in, you, in their eyes, they think that you are so brave and courageous that you have your own company. And they like, people are always sort of intimidated by corporations. It's funny because most of them, the individuals that you'll deal with are actually a little intimidated by you because you're out there. Um, you're a good value because you don't have tons of overhead. So even when you're charging a premium for your services, it's still less than what another company is going to charge. And they have social responsibility. So there's a internal driver to buy from small business, to buy from women, to buy from minorities. So like the deck is really stacked in your favor that they want to work with you. So that's number one. How do you get over your own imposter syndrome? Once you realize like, oh, wait a second, I'm looking at this all wrong. You know, the fact that I've worked with other entrepreneurs and I've been able to get a result, they're going to see that as like, wow, you know, but then what we often do is we go back and we look at someone's experience, their professional experience. And we start looking at all the places that they have generated results. And sometimes it's when they were in a job, you know, we had someone once she was so afraid to approach hospitals, even though that was really where her expertise was most relevant. And when we went through her LinkedIn, we found that about 10 years ago, she created as an employee in a hospital system, she created an unbelievable training program for over a thousand employees in that organization. And she kind of just brushed it off. We call it entrepreneurial amnesia. And so the first thing we do is look, look back and say, where have you done this? And then we make sure they understand just how the, the lens that the corporate people are going to see it through if it's presented the right way. Um, the last thing we do sometimes is make people go out to conferences. We had a, a client who was so afraid to approach a certain industry. So we made her go to that conference and sit through the sessions. And by three o'clock on day one, she called me and she's like, now I know why you wanted me here because every single thing they're complaining about in this industry comes down to communications and you knew I'm a communications expert and I'm sitting in these sessions wanting to scream because I know how they can fix these problems. And so sometimes it's just people 
won't take the time to, and now with these virtual events and all these webinars, it's like, if you just show up to some of them and you start listening, you're going to get frustrated because you're like, I know how to solve these problems. So, so that's some of the stuff that we do to try to get people to understand look, they do want to work with you and you have tremendous value to offer. Um, and they're not afraid to work with small business owners. You're uh, a good value for them. So they like, they like that. Hey everyone. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Thank you for your attention. And if you made it this far, you're clearly somebody who wants to take their business to the next level. You want to get better. And I understand that being an entrepreneur sometimes can feel like a little bit of a lonely journey, which is why being part of a thriving community of like-minded people is just so important. It was super helpful in my own development as well. And as is the ability to instantly get answers to the questions you may have in order to grow and scale your business. It's for that reason why I launched a consulting coaching program called the market domination method. And guess what? If you're listening to this and you hear this, we're open for applications right now for new members to join. So to request an invitation or to book a free diagnostic call, call it a game plan call. I'll literally sit with you and demonstrate the value that we could bring to your business on that call. Let's jump on a call. Uh, we'll discuss ways you could possibly grow your business. Head on over to jportnoy.com, J-P-O-R-T-N-O-Y.com. You'll find all the different ways you could work together. It's going to be the best business decision you'll make. So hope to speak soon. Head on over to jportnoy.com, book that free game plan call, and I look forward to talking to you soon.